Welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool Podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally inappropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers were reunited when Peleus showed up at the Mountain Heart. After talking with Crathius, the group has found out that they may have bit off more than they can chew and need to consult with the clerics of knowledge before tackling this mission. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. This is uh, Sarah, your DM for the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5e D&D actual play adventure. Um, and today, the boys are going to introduce themselves by saying what one superpower they would not want. Hi, I'm Jason. I play Vaughn, the Wild Mage Sorcerer. And if I could have any... I don't want to have smell vision I don't even, I don't know what that is. Can, can you just imagine, like, you're in an elevator and you can see who farted? Like, <laughs> that's, I don't want that. Everybody has an aura for the exact wrong reason. Oh. <laughs> yep, okay, understand. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Jordan. I play the um, rogue Peleus, a.k.a. Sexy Peleus, a.k.a. Pele Z. And the superpower I would not want would be mind reading. I already do not have an attention span. That would just be way too much noise happening. Yeah, yeah I get that. Plus, you really don't want to know what people are thinking. No. <laughs> I'm now thinking what I'm thinking, and it's still horrible. It's just a whole bunch of, I hope I hope no one can see that I farted. I hope no one can see that I farted. <laughs> one person, man, I'm glad smell vision's not real. <laughs> and then... You, as a smell-o-vision person sitting there going, I see that you farted. <laughs> Hi, this is Adam. I play Chadwick, the Cleric of Light. And uh, it, the one superpower I wouldn't want is uh, either having spiderwebs come out of my wrists or out of canisters, because that's just dumb and lazy. I'm, I'm grimacing. On to read. Mostly because I agree with Adam. <laughs> Are you turning purple and like a McDonald's character? Yes. <laughs> My name is Alex. I play Reese the Lizard Folk Barbarian. And I would not want to have the Quicksilver super speed power, any of that stuff, like the Flash. I just feel like it would be like being on Adderall all the time or something, shaking violently after 100 cups of coffee. Can you imagine yep. sitting in traffic with the ability to go like light speed? Yeah. Oh, I my wouldn't God. sit exactly. in traffic. I would just run yeah. everywhere. Why are you sitting in traffic? Why do you have a car? But you can't do anything slow. You wouldn't be able to like sit on the couch and watch a movie. You'd be like vibrating off the couch. The Flash does it just fine. I don't watch a stupid TV show. Amen to that. So are we leaving? Did we leave? Yeah, I think yeah we would have left. Yeah, I have I the whetstone. So you guys are back outside. Belton follows you out. Hasn't really said much during this no. encounter. Um, you're out in the hallway, and uh, Nizwin sees you come out. She nods her head at all of you and says, I hope you have not gotten his hopes up for no reason, and walks back inside and closes the door. As she's walking away, I go, me too. <laughs> I wink at her. Wink? 
So I think I, with purpose, would walk back the way that we came into the heart to go back to the outside part where I'm... Dalton can take you back pretty... No, no, I know. Right. But like I... In my head, because I know the way back, I'm probably in the lead. Like, or maybe like Belton's right next to me, yeah. but like we're it's just wide, walking with purpose. It's a wide walkway, right? But like we're walking. I'm walking with purpose, like back to get outside because okay. I now have. I now know exactly what I need to do. So we're picturing Chadwick cape billowing, leading <laughs> yes. us. It can only billow walking. once. <laughs> it can only billow once. In action, so you kept it going. I'm sure. Right. Well, six seconds of you walking right. out front. It would be hilarious if your endgame magic item was just like this musical locket that just uh, had you saying billow over like over trap music or something <laughs> like or like club music. It's like billow. I also like that we both oh, yeah. knew when billow was supposed to happen in that song. Yes. Um, so I feel like we fairly quickly back, get back out outside of the I wanted right? to talk to you guys. If okay, if I notice that that Reese is trying to uh, to speak to me, I am uh, I kind of let like let him know we will talk when we get out there. Hey Chadwick, hey, and- Chadwick, we'll talk <laughs> shortly. Oh yeah, that was a very odd conversation. Uh, you boys are up to something very fun. Yeah, do you want to kill a goat with us? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. I will have I will have victory party waiting for you when you get back. With tasty goat legs, right? <laughs> Reese, follow us. Come on, let's go, everybody. Let's go. And we like I'm walking out outside of the heart, very okay. intentionally. I Dalton, start walking. Dalton yep. follows yep. you for a while, and then he goes, "You know where to go from here. I uh, need to relieve stress in uh, in my home. You understand. It is." Very stressful day. Did he make it outside with us, outside of the heart? <laughs> his, his, or does he live inside the his heart? His house is on the outer la- layer of the heart. Okay, so like where where we were originally? Yeah, so when you cross the bridge and you go to that first layer of the heart, oh, I he's gotcha. on the first layer of the okay. heart. Okay, so then I guess when he would leave us, um, or like when he makes it known that he's going to, I guess, unless, head home. Unless you require anything from me. No, I think we can figure our way back. Yes. Uh, so you live around here? Yes, I live. I live on uh, Emerald Avenue, uh, at the corner of Emerald Avenue and uh, Sapphire Street. Emerald and Sapphire. That I will remember. That it is uh, not difficult to find. All right. Thank you for all of your help. It really was a lot of was, help. Of course, friend. Of course. What are friends for? We do favors for each other. Definitely. So I let him kind of walk out of earshot, and we're all still standing there, right? The f- and Carnip. <laughs> oh, hold on. We have plans. Oh, yeah. I love the fact that I managed to get Carnip back with you yes. guys. Okay. And actually, it's going to work out well. Earmuffs Carnip. Oh, oh, no, actually. So as uh, Belton is out of earshot. Carnip looks at the stuff in his hands and goes, how? how? Okay. <laughs> Um, Carnip, here, I need you to give all of that. I thought I told you to give it all to Vaughn. I don't know why he doesn't have it. He's worthless. But please, make sure that you give him all this stuff, because I need to know from you. Are you a stealthy dwarf? No. uh, My job is to be seen on guard. (laughs) But if you needed to be stealthy, could you? Uh, I would say if uh, you had to rank me on scale of 1 to 20... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would be average. <laughs> okay, Carnip, I guess you don't necessarily have to be stealthy about it, I, I guess. I 
think you need to follow Belton? Can you keep an eye on him? Fine. He goes, uh, yes, I can uh, go uh, follow your other party member. I mean, that it'd be is great if you didn't like, if you weren't seen, but I guess if you were, it's cool. But if you could play it off like you're not watching him, even though you totally are, it'd be fantastic. Yes, I can guard your friend for you. Not so much guard, watch. Yes, uh, integral part of guarding is make sure you know where <laughs> person you're guarding is. I'm going to try to give him 10 gold, and I'm going to say, like, yeah, go do some hookers and blow with him. Thank you. Uh, my wife would not be happy with me, so we all keep secrets, right, yes, boys? I commend it. Ha. Go do the hookers and I the blow. I keep your secrets, you keep my secrets, I like gold. Uh, and he gives Vaughn everything, including all of Reese's stuff and most of Peleus' stuff. And I die on contact. <laughs> he just collapses underneath the weight of all of this. As soon as Catnip turns around, I'm going to slap Chad. Uh, Carnip walks off. Would I see him trying to slap me? You couldn't stop it if you wanted to. Roll an attack. I think it's the best oh, way to okay. do this. An unarmed attack. 20. Does that hit your armor class? It does because it's 18. Cool. You slap him. <laughs> what the fuck was that for? Hey, what's his fuck was gone and you're still being mean to Vaughn? You dick? I have to keep up appearances around Around Carnip. nobody? Carnip? You fucking catnip doesn't give a shit about anyone? He kind of does. Okay. Tom, or Vaughn, I'm really We give him sorry. money. He's going to I fuck know. hookers. Also, okay. <laughs> you guys met Carnip before you pretended to be master. It's yeah. fine. I know. It's fine. Uh, Vaughn, I'm, I'm really sorry. I hope you don't take offense to anything I said. Guys, can you take your stuff from him? Help him out, please. I, I don't mind holding on this stuff, but we, uh, to kind of metagame, we do have a bag of holding that we could put on this all in. <laughs> do, hold on, wait. Yes. But do we know that? We do know it's a bag of holding? Yes, we do know that. Yes, you do. Because Rem, because he was like, there's nothing in there. And Remy was like, he was like, there's nothing in this bag. It's broken. And Remy was like, no, it's your standard bag of holding. Yeah, we definitely established Oh, no, this. that's fine. And I'll, I'll be like, yeah. I'm going to say that, like, shaking, like, holding all of this stuff. Like, could we, like, maybe help help a, help a guy out here? We don't know what's in here. We're never going to know. I mean, to be fair, what you're holding is pretty much, like, Reese's Mall and... Which is fucking heavy. Some knives, some knives and a sword, and uh, Peleus is, like, a bag. Do you know who has a five for strength? This guy. He's so, a five for strength, and right. the mall probably weighs a hundred. Yeah. So just just take back what you want. I will take my mall. Hesitantly take back my stuff. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Bailey. Angrily, like my, my face is no longer flush from straining to carry all this stuff. Okay. So all the cons. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be so mean. You're one level of exhaustion now. So, Vaughn, we, like, aren't going to kill Terrence now, but, like, <laughs> now we're going to kill a god instead? I think you fucked up. Well, first oh, of all, I don't like this plan. It's not a god. It's a goat god. No, that's cool. But god anyway. Goat? No, just a misguided follower of something that's not true. I don't know, but we could have just killed Terrence. Sorry. Terrence! It would have been fine. I do have a quick question, at, like, out of game. Because, like, I... I can't find the actual um, message that we got from Dell. I'm sure I could go back and listen to it, but Dell didn't say we had to kill the creature. He just nope, wanted us he to find. He said, 
Yep. He said that there was, he had a vision yep. of this creature and dead people at its feet and that you needed to take care of it. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was thinking we could just find out like, hey, Cretheus's kids or grandkids dead. Cool. Let's turn this in. <laughs> but Cretheus, <laughs> Cretheus, we did did it. <laughs> Cretheus did also say killing it would unleash more bad things. So maybe that I bet like I feel like it was maybe implied that that's not the worst thing in the world. I don't know. Implying that like uh, killing it would have side effects. But it wasn't a good thing to begin with where you are. Maybe it's just kind of like the lion with the thorn in its paw. Your Netflix disrupting the industry. (laughs) I mean, maybe there's some way to get it to go away without killing it. Guess we'll find out after we kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Said like, Avon, we could have just killed Terrence, but instead now we have to kill a god. Oh, I think you fucked up. It's uh. I, I mean, I don't know, like, maybe if, I feel like manslaughter is is one thing, like, that's definitely something we can get punished for and get thrown in jail for, but killing a creature that killed a bunch of people, like, that's less, I don't know, it's, it's all confusing. I think we should go talk to the knowledge bros, as Adam keeps putting it. Who, who's Adam? I, I know, I know. Um, we, we definitely need to go get some more um, information about this. Did I ever once specify their gender of the siblings? No, but Adam just calls all clerics bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that doesn't. I'm sure there are female bros of the light, light bros. <laughs> Paleus, what do you think? You're the leader. Do you want to like? Oh, wait, are you the leader? Jedwick, is he the leader now? I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm like looking around. Are you the leader? I mean, I think in this particular situation, I yeah. probably need to be. Like the one leading this? Is I, that okay? I take out... Oh, humble leader. I take out a like a stick from my bag, break it in half, and drop it on the ground. <laughs> I'm not fight you. I thought you were going to do like wishbone from the turkey at Thanksgiving oh, and be yeah. like... That is kind of what I was thinking, but yes. Um, oh, when you said wishbone, I didn't think of wishbone. I thought, thought of the dog. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I was like, oh... <laughs> you pulled out wishbone. <gasps> no, that was what it was supposed to be. Oh. Peleus, I think that we need one more thing. Yes. And I look at you and I go, we need a bird that can follow. I know we have catnip keeping an eye on what's his belton, but I think we need more eyes on him. Is there any way we can get a, a bird? All right. Yeah, I could suppose I could get something drumming up here. Did you have a specification on what kind of bird you'd like to see? Yeah. I don't care. We just need, I think we need to keep some kind of an eye on him. Between the four of us, I don't trust him. I don't know if you picked up on that vibe, but I don't like he's less than a stellar person. Hey, like, does it really matter? Like, if he tells somebody and we go kill the goat man, like nothing happens in between. But he has I feel like he has ulterior motives and I don't know what he's going to do with the information that he learned from us. Can you tell me what the word ulterior means? It means, uh, I don't know. He has other motives that aren't like ours. OK, now what's this motive? Um... <laughs> It's secret things he wants to do. Okay, so can you tell me the whole sentence again, but like in common? He's hiding something from us. Oh yeah, totally. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, as one more, like just one last point of order, uh, I think that this, and I pull out the whetstone, would be better suited for you, Paleus. Oh, I was gonna say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for you, Von. 
Could you be any more useless, Tom? I mean, shit, I'm sorry. I can't get out of it. So you just gave him a rock? I Yeah. Cool. I th- yeah. It's glowing a similar color to the rock that the uh, mountain heart is made out of. Sorry, it's a cool-ass rock. It's just like a slight glow from it. Me- metagame would be like, you know, maybe you get Reese to carry you and you can take a short <laughs> rest. <laughs> Using the wet stuff. I'm okay saying okay. walking yeah. through town. Yeah, I mean, that's not I an act. I feel active- like it's mildly like uh, menacing to be walking around town going... <laughs> with your- but the dwarves are artisans in pretty much everything. I'm not sure if you read their section on Davrin Dushining's uh, Guide to the Races. I did a year ago. And they were very proud of all of their artisan skills. This may be the one city on the planet. Maybe this is the only place I could do this and not get immediately arrested. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going to cast um, Find Familiar to do a Surveillance Mountain Hawk. Okay. What's its name? Silverhawk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you give it instructions to follow Belton. Now, do we know just really quick, like if even so we'll go out of range, but if we come back in range, will we know everything it knows? Um, you can share senses with it, I think. Can I see the card real quick? Downtime, dead time. I should really plan ahead, right? Downtime, dead time. I should really plan ahead. Downtime, dead time. That's our podcast song. I don't know if you've ever heard. It's been in like one or two episodes. When someone's going to get something or go to the bathroom. Da, 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 hold music. Um, Da, 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 hold music. It's not going to keep a journal of what's happened and report back to you. But you could command it to come find you if whatever trigger you wanted to set. You could set it with an action if you wanted. It'd be like it'd be super handy if you could like if he ever loses catnip. You could tell figure out where he goes and then come find you. It's feasible for the bird, depending on the bird's role. And as I'm casting Silverhawk, I'm gonna give him the instruction that if they are to be split to um follow the whereabouts and then report to us as quickly as I can. Okay. Off to the knowledge bros. So you guys walk out. I feel like I would start I would just turn around and start walking, and I go to the knowledge bros pillow, and just you crawl. You you do that as you reach the ninety degree angle at the bridge, and you go to the knowledge bros, and you take a step onto the bridge. You walk back out through the barrier, feel the full force of gravity on you again. Walk across the bridge, back out through the tunnel, through the mouth of the cave, into the city proper. Jordan, as a quick brief explanation of the city proper, since you did not get this, the outside, you know, um, two towers, Lord of the Rings, how there's that just giant wall around it and a city behind it. Similar, it's an eight to 10 story tall wall on the outside with a lot of mixed race traffic walking around out here. This is where non-dwarves are able to roam freely. It's also where the 12 temples and the one temple of Axon are off to the side at the base of one of the walls. You find the symbol of Vidin the Augur, the god for the temple of knowledge. You see the image, which is a book with the text coming out onto the hands reaching out towards the book, wrapping around them, tying the earthly body 
to the pages of knowledge and walk inside. You see uh, what looks like a library, just a giant, like, think Beauty and the Beast library with a lot of rows of very comfortable looking seating areas for people to sit and read. I'll hushedly be like, these guys are weird, but they know anything that we might need to know, I think. There's a receptionist at the front. And I walk up very confidently with doll symbol just prominently on display. She's got uh, glasses. I walk out with my doll out. It's a uh, female dwarf wearing glasses, sitting on the bridge of her nose, and they've got the little beaded strap holding it behind her head. I feel also like I would walk up kind of suavely, like, how are you doing? May I be of assistance to you today? Well, of course, beautiful. Because uh, She's not that beautiful. She, uh, <laughs> she, blushes, be nice. she, she blushes a little and ducks her head down a little bit. And she goes, oh, stop, stop. Let me do my job. How may I help you, sir? She batters her eyelashes up from underneath of her glasses at you. Hold on really quick. Wait, was there anybody that we that we were told to come and meet here? Just <laughs> that they you would... were told to find the elder siblings. siblings. Yeah. So the elder, were both so members. Yeah. So two more elders. They're a pair of siblings who are members of um, the Temple of Knowledge. We are here to meet the elder siblings. Oh, this is a, I would love to help you, sir, but the the elder siblings are always very busy, you understand. Uh, um, I'll reach into my bag and pull out the um, seal. the seal and just kind of like make sure she sees it. Yeah, like this really old vampire told us to come here. Uh, it, it, they're not <laughs> vampires. <laughs> she takes a look, one look at the seal and she goes, you are very important, sir. It's uh, It would seem that way. It's very nice to meet you. And she... Wonderful to meet you. Can I... I didn't... I'm sorry. I'm so rude. What was your name? It's very kind of you to ask of name of the old me. My name is Elnip. Oh, I'm so not going to write that down, but <laughs> thank you so much. Yes. So Reese is going to go over to like Peleus and Thomas and be like, Elnip and Chadwick sitting <laughs> in a tree. <laughs> K-R-S-I-N-G. Okay. <laughs> She does not look like she has much muscle mass on her. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. My, my name is Elnip. That is enough. Uh, let me let me uh, send back for them, and uh, they should be able to see you quickly. That would be most helpful. Yes. Uh, if you want to have seat here, uh, I can help you with anything else you would like. Perhaps tour of the uh, stacks. Uh, While we wait? Refreshments. Uh, While we wait? Whatever I can do for you, sir. You know, I think a refreshment would be wonderful. She reaches down below her desk and she pulls out a bottle of uh, chilled water, pours a couple glasses for you guys. And that's a tour of the stacks. Would you uh, be interested? Sure. No. <laughs> so. Well, why don't you guys stay here? We'll go tour the stacks for a few moments. I think that's a great idea, actually. Yep. So you guys sit there drinking your water. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's no alcohol water. in this at all. <laughs> <laughs> she she writes a quick note, sends it back uh, with someone to a room deep in the temple. And she says, this section over here is my uh, personal favorite for pleasure reading. Oh. <laughs> and she takes you back to the sex. 
leans dramatically in a darkened corner, hand over her head and going, do you see anything you would like to check out? <laughs> so at this point, if it's a darkened corner, I'll be like, hold on, it's a little dark here. and I'm going to touch my shield and you cast my light cantrip. I'll be like, what are you trying to show me over here? She goes, uh, well, uh, there's me. <laughs> He has a says, keep, keep calm, calm and, and love, love a dwarf. dwarf. She goes, oh, well, there's many things uh, here you could check out. It is, uh, there's this book. Anything else? She gestures down on so, this shelf that you would like to check out. So I'll walk, I'll walk close and I'll be, and I'll uh, get uncomfortably close. Her breathing then, like, starts to And then like up. reach, reach in. And then grab the book right over her head that she that she uh, mentioned to and like start opening it. She closes her eyes and exhales at the uh, game of cat and mouse you're playing. Oh, you have good taste, sir. Well, you were the one that pointed me to this. Yes, uh, I also have good taste. Okay. <laughs> Do you know, are, they, are the twins... Are, we're, we're, I guess we... Should we go back? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I am on very important yes, business. Yes, uh, someone as important as yourself. I I understand. Uh, this can wait for later. And she uh, uh, grabs onto your hand to pull you back out to the front desk. I will make sure that I pull my hand from hers and uh, like start paging through the book. When you do that, when you pull your hand out of hers, she kind of shudders in anticipation. Oh my god, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> But I'm reading the book. I'm trying to look really intently at this book. Okay, so this book. Yes. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fabio on the front. Dwar- Dwarf. Yeah. is much more beautiful. Than Ooh, yes. What's the title of the book you're holding? The title of the book that I'm holding <laughs> is "Born to Be Wild." In the Wilds of Lindau Castle series Can by Eloisa James. Okay, everybody, it's... we do this for D&D Monsters. Describe this man. No. <laughs> uh, I don't think I... Mm, sort of... I don't oh. want to like say that there's one of us that's probably better at describing this than others. <laughs> However, face. he's got like the thin beard. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he look like somebody? Yes. Who does he, he does like? look like someone. Um... He's very dark and mysterious, though. He's also standing in the rain, shirtless. <laughs> he found yeah. it. Yes. Jason, what does he look or like to you? The inside oh book cover. Oh my. He looks very, very, very familiar. Everyone, please look it up at home. Eloisa James, born to be wildy. <laughs> he, so you're paging wild. through, and you see, um, that was disconcerting. You want me because I didn't want you? I was the one who proposed to you, if you remember. He had a stubborn look in his eyes. The expression of a male determined not to say embarrassing things. Happiness spread through Lavinia's body. He At wasn't ready I to shut say- the book and put it down. I go, whoa. She tugged until he started kissing her. Apparently, I keep reading.
Hello everyone, this is Jason. I just want to take a quick break for the podcast to say, thanks for listening. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast or send an email to theruleofcoolpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to Eloisa James. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by The Chunt for Red October. Donate your blood this October to the Needy Dwarves. Visit the Vermilion Minotaur in the town of Hogsface in the Land of Foon for more information. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is the song Orchids by You Bred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, youbredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. Close the book and just quickly. hastily put it back on a stack somewhere. I don't really care where. Yep, I'm there's at. probably a cart when you're walking back to the front. I probably wouldn't put it on a cart. I'd like shove it on the shelf somewhere. <laughs> okay, that it doesn't belong. Okay, is your character like a ten year old boy? By the Kinda. way, you're like the most afraid of anything ever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Which is hilarious for some reasons. For some reasons, hilarious. Yeah, no. So you make I'm it back up to the front. Ten year old boy. <laughs> I love potty humor. <laughs> Do you think I say duty for any other reasons? You guys are coming back from the stacks. The messenger that she sent back has already arrived ahead of you. Um, you see them come. Hey, man, that was that was like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just my eyes are wide, and I'm like, oh, thank God, the messenger's back. We really need to hurry this along. Alias, what do you think they did back there? Vaughn, Thomas, whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that uh, the face of the raising eyebrows when he comes back. <laughs> I make a gesture of a finger going in a book. <laughs> it's like this. Yes. <laughs> and I just raise my eyebrows like, oh, don't even know what that means. Or you gesture together and like you're doing like a book and Reese is like going through the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> The book is just slapping. Just slamming. So, um, the messenger is back, and he says, uh, they are willing to see them uh, now. Let's go. And uh, he gestures for you to follow him, and she gives you one final coy look, and she says, whenever you want uh, a new and exciting adventure that you can take at home, um, I'm available. Uh, okay. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm aware. So you guys walk back. Hey, Chadwick, did you hit that? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you gonna? No. <laughs> well, I know. Do you like races? Dwarves are still hot. No. <laughs> Ch- Chadwick, your secret's safe with us. I'm gonna pat him on the back. Huh? <laughs> Cannot tell if the secret is that he had sex with a dwarf or that he didn't want to have sex with a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay so you make it back um there's a bunch of if you remember college and your college library had a bunch of probably little study rooms there's a bunch of those some are in use by what look like clerics other knowledge bros other knowledge bros you um make it to a uh, large 
what looks like a presentation room. And off of that presentation room is an office that has two very utilitarian looking desks facing each other and a pair of very similar looking brother and sister are sitting at it, scribbling away furiously. I will walk up confidently and be like, so you are the twin knowledge bros. And um, one looks up the female and she says, uh, uh, you must be the one that carries the seal. Um, how may we help you? Uh, please be efficient in your request. I love efficiency. So we're here to try to figure out some information that I think you as the elders might know. That is like the least efficient sentence I've ever heard. We're here to kill a goat man. (laughs) (laughs) I will face palm. Oh, are you the uh, same group of outsiders that gave Murdar at the Temple of Life the uh, very interesting picture? Boy, are we. Ah, yes, uh. This has been a very fun research project for us. Uh, It's very uncommon that we have such uh, forbidden topics pop up casually from outsiders. But you come highly recommended from Brother Mardar. And, well, you carry the seal of a... the seal of another elder. So we have no reason to deny you the knowledge that you seek, if we may provide it. It would be most helpful. Uh, her twin brother swivels to you as well and says, uh, pray tell us, uh, how may we assist you in this quest? We have not made much headway in the researching of such forbidden topic, but we may know things that can help. We are here to seek any kind of information you can give us about that creature. Just general information. Is it like a good way to make it die? Yes, well, uh, if there was that knowledge readily available do you think it would still be alive i don't know like a lot of things are alive brother shakes his head and goes uh in everything that i have uh, uncovered it is just a myth and this is a wild goose chase uh, i suggest you are better off trying to better the world in real ways i'm pretty sure it's a wild goat chase oh, i think you said that wrong <laughs> and the sister <laughs> goes <Sorry. laughs> He is more, uh, he is more, uh, theoretical thinker. I am more, uh, concrete knowledge. Uh, pay no mind to my brother. I have found a few things that may be of service to you. Well, first thing is, it may be of benefit to the party if none of you go in with any heaviness on your hearts, secrets, or dark desires. <laughs> well, all right, we're done with this. I'm smiling, but you guys, I look at you and I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> Tell me all your secrets again. <laughs> I like this game. From everything I have read, it it has ways to weigh on your heart, and even the strongest warrior finds it difficult on occasion to raise their sword against its hide. I'm just pointing at myself when she says strongest warrior. She acknowledges you with a head shake. Like, (laughs) this is an obvious fact. So, look, how do you make your secrets go away? From my readings, uh, to be successful, you must be strong of mind 
or else the strength in your body will not be able to carry you through the day. That is what little I could uncover. Well, the whispers that we've heard, uh, it has associates roaming around before you are able to reach its inner lair. It is uh, known among the elders where to send you to find it in its lair. It is not a advised path for anyone to take. It has long been closed off. I'm going to look around and be like, I mean, we have to go, right? I mean, I definitely still want to go. I don't know. I get to kill a goat and its associates? It sounds amazing. Do they have briefcases? That's what I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say these associates are on his side? Or its side, I should say. Yes, they are uh, simple-minded creatures that uh, it has spawned over the years. No longer able to think for themselves, merely roaming taking anyone who crosses their path, keeping it safe. What kind of creatures are they? Do you know? They are like the children to their father. So like baby goats? <laughs> like kids? <laughs> <laughs> One could say they are the children, yes. I don't really want to kill a baby goat. That makes me feel bad. Oh, lamb chops, though. Is that like the same thing? How do we get there? Uh, yeah. I would advise against this path. It is not a it is not a trial worth undertaking uh, at the expense of lives. But as Cressius has vouched for you, I am sure he has tried to dissuade you as well. I will not keep you. I will give you the knowledge you need, and then I will not wait for your return as it is not a likely outcome. She pulls out a map and points to a cave that is you have to take one of the staircase a couple of the staircases down from the road that runs along the outer crust of the mountain. Getting to a small cave that has been sealed sealed off, you will be able to gain access with the seal. They will let you through. You see it labeled as the bleeding caves. You said the the what? The bleeding? The bleating cave. The bleating cave. Yes. Not bleeding. But to foreigners, it super would sound like bleeding with their accent. What is the name of the cave? Bleating. Bleating. I told you they were fucking vampires. I don't understand how you don't understand this. The bleat. cave is bleeding. The bleating bleat, cave. Bleat. Like a goat. Bleat. Bleat. I know goats bleed too. No, not, not D-E-T. I... DT. Okay. <laughs> the bleating caves. <laughs> the, the bleating cave will twist and turn, but it is not a large main thoroughfare. It will take you t to the direction you need to go without any mishap. Once there, it will let you out in a uh, valley among the mountains. In the center of the valley, there is a small lake. You will find your death there. Way but not real, me. Yeah, way to be real <laughs> positive about that. I am being rational. Do you want to come with us? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, guys, is this a bad idea? Like, I don't want you all to die. I mean, it's not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be really disappointing if I came back as the only survivor. <laughs> it would be. 
our currently currently our other only other option is to uh murder somebody else we're obviously saying this quite hushed <laughs> i don't even think that's the only option we could just go get drunk at um benton's house or whatever his name was Belted. we did get his address yeah. he had like so from what i understand like a lot of really hard spices and some like tasty women of the evening wait am i a vampire <laughs> <laughs> The brother scoffs and he goes, like a fiction would kill them. <laughs> they will be fine. They will go. They will find Lake. They will have swim. They will decide never to come back to Terrible Stone City. Avon, hey we could just go like check it out, right? I mean, yeah, I think that we should do some reconnaissance. Like we don't have to just run in head first, but we should have, we should inevitably come up with a game plan. Yeah, we could just like give it a little looky-loo and then go down a little bit. I'm cool with that. If it's bad, we just run back like I'm faster than a goat. <laughs> and I'll carry all of you if I have to. Yep. Yeah. I guess that's our best option. So we, do we know the whereabouts of the creature? Well, it's in, oh, it's God, in the, the lake. Yeah. The, 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 so you, you in the bleating caves. Like it should be a straight shot. It's not like a main cave. Um, it'll let you out in the foothills of a little valley nestled among the mountain peaks. Very like... Hills are alive with the sound of music feeling. There's a lake in the center of the valley where the creature lives. I don't know about you guys, but like if this is going to be a really tough battle, maybe I could like add some spikes to my mall or something. Is it like a place to get better guns? Oh, that's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this may be the most information you've ever had. Yeah. Going into anything. But, like, should we go get, like, buy some people to come down with us? Or, like, get some stuff that's better? I don't know. If you died, I'd feel bad. It's not like we have a lot of, op like, money to hire people. Yeah, I'm kind of low on funds right now. Dell gave us money for this. Right. And some, like, red bottles. I don't know how much bottles. I had. I had marked down 120, but I don't think I had that full amount. 120 was how much Paleus left you yeah, with of the right. 200. A smart lady. Is it like a place to go buy weapons? <laughs> Is there a place to go buy weapons? We are dwarves. <sighs> you go out on street. You yell, I need weapon. You have ten men telling you they make world's best sword. Yeah, but like, I don't want a little tiny dwarf weapon. I want like a big lizard man weapon. Yes, uh, well, I'm not sure if you know this about men, but when they feel inferior, they carry bigger weapon. Not you. You are a large man. Your weapon is proportional. Yeah, I'm way more inferior. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they make big weapons. Trust. Trust me. Would you happen to know who makes the best? If they're going to tell us they make the best, do you know a lot? I do not care about weapons. Uh, those over at the forge may, may have suggestion. The, the those over at the clerics? forge may have weapon they could give you. I don't know. It's forge not Forge clerics? Do I have... No, like the Forge Clay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. So we don't really want to waste time trying to buy stuff. Is this something we should look into? You can buy literally anything that is in the book from there. But it's not magical, so it's not any better. You could get it silvered. But that only helps against certain creatures yep. that we don't know. You'd have to roll be. the dice that it needed silver. Mm -hmm. The best way to defeat the creature is to strengthen your mind or else the f strength of your body is going to be worthless. Yeah, Reese wouldn't understand that even yeah. a little. So unless one of you like wants to go try to find a ring of something or a potion of something 
We can make a potion that increases your stats if you want. Hey, yeah. Yep, all you need is the brain of a newborn child. Hey, no. (laughs) I'll find a baby. No. (laughs) A dingo, ain't it? (laughs) So, outside of game, are we going to do this or not? Meta gaming? I told you guys that I did make this a fairly strong battle. Yes. But I did not make this a battle where you had to go find a god weapon. I, I know, but you're setting it up the way that, other than Reese, I can't imagine anyone else. I mean, else to be fair, it. this is like the first time you guys have ever asked anything about anything mm, you're going no. to fight. True. No, and I you mean, asked this pessimistic, like, bookworm. Yeah, who obviously wouldn't fight it. If it makes you feel better, like, Cressius was like, maybe they have a chance, and he gave you a family heirloom. True. And, like, put his faith in you. And Adele was like, these are the guys for this. No, so I'm like, just saying what you've said out yeah. loud in podcast form is like, oh, I know. you're going to die. Go. I mean, you also know someone who probably has a store of underground illicit goods. Ooh, and that's very true. We could go give the goat man some coke. <laughs> All right. That's his personal Let's stash. proceed. I was going to say, is this turning into a mess of a Sasquatch uh, commercial? I think I will thank the clerics, the knowledge bros. Uh, the knowledge bro bros broina bros uh and we'll we'll leave and, uh, i will in dwarven the uh gendered nouns go feminine no i'm kidding <laughs> instead of every other language where they go masculine when it's a mixed gender i will um hastily leave like go back down the stairs and quickly go out the door trying yep. to be trying to pass that woman as fast as i possibly can to give her the least amount of time to actually speak to me again. She's busy reading a book. Good. I'm okay. going to go to her and go, his name's Chadwick. Reese, come. We're going to be at Emerald and Diamond Not- Street or Reese, something. Come. I don't really remember. Come, boy. And then run. She goes, uh. Well, I ran. Really? He said come. Oh, okay. So I'll he'll get over to me. I'll be like, that was bad. You weren't supposed to talk to me. We were trying to leave. Hey. Eh. Sorry. Thank you. I'll pat him on the shoulder again. <laughs> Thank you. Vaughn, he's really mean to me. I know. I'm trying to be... I'm so nice. I just need you to listen. Turn your listening ears on. <laughs> I have no idea how this is working. I've I've never talked to him like that. But he's like paying attention to what you're saying and following your orders. I don't know what you're talking... I, there's no orders. I'm just trying to get him... I'm trying to help him out. Are you ordering me to do things? No, I have no idea what they're talking about. Paleus? Is he ordering me to do things? I give him the look of, (laughs) I will fucking get (laughs) murdered. (laughs) Keep your mouth shut. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I give him a slight nod. (laughs) I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like, just stare like wide-eyed. Like, what is going on? Here's what we need. Yes. We need to get back. We need to find that bird. (laughs) That I had you do something else with, but we need it back. So we need to be within a hundred feet. Not that I would necessarily technically know that, but we need to be closer to it. So we need it back because I think we will need it to hopefully run some recon for us in the bleating caves. That's my, that's, I think our best option. It's smart, but it's boring. Right. That's fine. It may be the first real D&D we've (laughs) Do we have to be within range to... You can. Can he? I think he has to be within a range of it to make it. Yes. Hold on. He has to be within a hundred feet to have the telepathic link, and then once he's within that range, he can 
share his senses, whether it be sight or hearing or whatever. You know, so hold on. Wait. Adam's talking about summoning it from where it is to where he is. The book says, as an action, you can temporarily dismiss it. As an actual while it is temporarily dismissed, you can cause it to reappear in any unoccupied space within 30 feet. I am okay with that interpretation, but I'm going to need you to roll an arcana when you do it. Oh, yeah. So I suppose, I suppose we could get back because it wasn't too far to get to the knowledge. We know where um, our friend lives. So I think we could head back. And maybe we could check out the guy and like maybe he has some fun yeah. potions and powders. I don't think we need to do any of that stuff. We're about ready to, you know, and you heard what, what was going on in there. Yeah, you I might be the only one that stays alive. The rest of us need to have clear, <laughs> you know, clear minds, full hearts, can't lose. Something yeah. along that line. I want to make my mind really clear, like super clear. I'm not going to die. You might. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I feel like Peleus will be good, but Tom, <laughs> Vaughn, I'll try to help you out. Okay. I think <laughs> I think we just summon the bird here and just we need to get we need to get going, I think, right now. Okay. I think. Are you guys are you guys in agreement? Yeah. I am asking him to roll Arcana because he is dismissing a bird from a space blind. Is someone gonna see it? Or is there going to be a bird that puffs into dust in front of people? Just it explodes and there's uh spectral feathers everywhere. So I'm going to roll to see if the bird explodes. That would be 12. Yeah, it gets dismissed. And you can make it reappear. Yeah, you can make it yeah. reappear in front of you within 30 feet. Uh -huh. Yep, your bird's back. Cool. So then I think we need to just head down to the Bleeding Cave. Yep. The map you were given, you're able to easily follow the map to the cave. Um, you see the guards at the entrance to the Mountain Heart. You guys are able to get to the cave entrance. Um, you show them the seal. And with wide eyes, the two dwarves who are guarding the mouth to this cave move the barrier aside, let you enter. And then once you enter, they very quickly close it behind. Before they close it, I'm going to go, Hey, guys, uh, what's down there? And they look at you and they say, The horrors of hell. Right, but what, like, what do they look like? Well, I haven't seen one myself, but I hear them crying. Their cries echo up through the mountains. It's a horrifying sound. Yeah, but could you, like, do it for me? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an animal being murdered. That sounds pretty good. That's encouraging. So, like, you want to come down with us? No, you are fools from the outside world who, for some reason, have been given permission to enter. Uh, this is far, far above our pay grade. We will guard entrance to cave, and if your souls come back alive with their bodies intact, we will let you back out. Cool. <laughs> He's like, keep your hand on it, because like, I think Chadwick's going to come running back out. <laughs> I'll give you, and I give him two gold, one for each of them, and be like, yeah, just keep your heads, your eyes open, and give Chadwick a tissue when he comes back. A smart man to retreat in the face of horror. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited, we, guys. We are not that smart.
when you said wishbone, I didn't think of wishbone. I thought of the dog. Yeah, yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) you pulled out wishbone. (gasps) No, that was what it was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. I forgot. Can we just talk about wishbone for a minute? I did have another plan. Wishbone Joan of Arc is like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I remember that episode. (laughs) Wishbone Joan of Arc. Yep. That's true. Wishbone? You don't remember Wishbone? Oh, yeah, I need to know now. The PBS show. He dressed up as different characters from novels and, like, acted out the story. It was history, too. History, too. But he'd be the counselor. He'd be, like, a... Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. Or he'd be, like, I'm trying to think. um, Yeah, I can't remember that many other episodes, but... He'd be the famous literary characters. He'd be Shakespeare. He'd be... <laughs> He'd be Rob, Robin Hood was one. Robin Hood was that one. That is going on the Twitter on the day this episode releases. Wishbone Joe But he would be Robin Hood. He would be. And they'd tell the stories to kids, for kids, right? And it was like this dog named Wishbone who was the most well read creature on the planet. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason I have a degree in history is because of Wishbone. <laughs> or he'd do Sleepy Hollow or like. Okay. You know, just like. A dog telling stories for children dressing up in costumes was the most approachable way to educate a child, like, I've ever seen. FYI, Wishbone, uh, Wishbone Joan of Arc is out on our Discord, on our Discord <laughs> channel, so that way, whoever put needs to put that out on the website or Got tweet it. it, it's there. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Follow us on Discord. Well, it's not in that Discord. Oh. Like all of the funny things our... I post on the website, like our one... One person who likes all of my posts. So you are my favorite. 